Today, I'm joined by Ben Wood, current MSc International Security and Global Governance student in the Department of Politics at Birkbeck and Labour's candidate in the recent momentous North Shropshire by-election. Welcome, Ben. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Great. Maybe I could start off with a, a quick question of where your interest in politics came from. Well, I'm one of those people who you know, says have always been interested in politics. And what I mean by that is that I was one of those teenagers who occasionally wrote to their MP and, uh, you know, asked why there's cars parked on the cycle lane and that kind of thing. But I think that there was a moment when I turned around um, 18 and I moved to university to London. And it was the kind of reflection on where I was from, North Shropshire. And, uh, you know, the realisation that, well, actually, it's quite unfair that we don't have a train station. It's quite unfair that, um, you know, there are schools closing and hospitals closing. And it was, you know, I guess it coincided with a time where the Conservative government hadn't been in for long. And for me, it was the things were moving in the wrong direction. So uh, that kind of led me to join the Labour Party. And in the run up to the 2015 general election, I was involved in the Bermondsey and Old Southwark campaign as one of the kind of youth organisers there. And the result there was that we um, took the seat from Lib Dems to Labour for the first time in 35 years. And in the years since then, I've um, kind of got stuck into the Labour Party. And this is where it's uh, all led to, I suppose. You were involved in one of the most exciting by-elections in recent memories. What lessons did you draw from this election? Well, I think that the first lesson for me is just how much of an impact that a short campaign can have. And I suppose what I mean by that is that I think that if the election was held in the days immediately after Owen Patterson resigned, I suspect that the result would be not too dissimilar from the 2017 general election results. The Tories winning quite comfortably. Labour in second and the Lib Dems in third. But in the end, you know, the Lib Dems put an enormous amount of resources into positioning themselves as the tactical protest vote. And that was something that, you know, for various reasons, we weren't able to kind of resist. And, you know, it's a quite phenomenal result that the Lib Dems were able to, uh, you know, take the seat for, well, I think perhaps ever from the Tories. And, you know, that was made possible by an enormous campaign. I mean, I think the Lib Dems in some households sent out 20 leaflets, 20 pieces of literature, you know, including, uh, you know, Helen's mince pie recipe, that kind of thing. And the bottom line is that it worked. So, you know, clearly a short campaign can have a huge amount of impact. And the second one, which instantly springs to mind, is more of a kind of reflective on Labour in this you know what i've really found during this campaign is that and this kind of interwines labor's vote is changing in the the places where we had most support in the first few weeks and the places which had the kind of most progressive support i suppose were those kinds of you know new built housing estates with nice cars on the drive the kind of you know ambitious i suppose aspirational voter the places where i found that they were, the Tories still had quite a bedrock of support, were, you know, often council estates and similar. So, you know, I think that the end results, if you kind of dig down into who was supporting where geographically, it shows a lot about, um, you know, 
changing voting patterns. Right. And I think it speaks to your wider point about politics needing to connect with people's lives. You know, politics can be about progressive ideas, but it's also about infrastructure. It's about transport. It's about life opportunities. And in a sense, all of that was in show in this really interesting election. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll just say on that as well. that Well, another thing that I learned is, um, you know, I spent most of the campaign just knocking on doors from the early hours of the morning to far beyond it got dark. And the vast, vast majority of people, the issues they'd want to speak about were, you know, the kind of politics of place. People wouldn't open the door and tell you, um, you know, I'm struggling or, you know, I've got this problem in my life. They would tell you our town or our village has this kind of problem. And I think that what that really shows is that political parties, they need to speak in that politics of the place. They need to, um, you know, talk in the same language as voters. and there's something that we really can connect into there in offering political packages to towns and villages rather than trying to kind of construct these political packages which appeal to individuals. How have you combined the practice and study of politics? You know, we're used to Birkbeck students uh, having busy daytimes and somehow managing to get their coursework in on time and be really engaged in class. You've taken it to the next level. You're not the first Birkbeck student to do this by running for Parliament. So how did you uh, balance everything here? They are very complementary in that I often found myself during the campaign um, having above all a kind of increased sense of confidence because, you know, I've studied politics. I've worked in politics for the best part of a decade. I remember at one point during um, a hustings, I was asked for my opinion on a private member's bill. And in all honesty, I didn't know much about that private members bill. But, you know, having a kind of background working in politics, having studied in politics, I was able to tell the person that, you know, I would, I might support a second reading, but I might, uh, you know, seek to amend it at committee stage and report if I was elected. I was able to tell them about how I would, you know, work with stakeholders, with pressure groups and that kind of thing. And, you know, that understanding of a political process is no doubt boosted by having studied politics but it also gives you that increased sense of I suppose confidence that you know what you're talking about so you know I'd say absolutely that having studied politics at Birkbeck it certainly prepared me for this campaign. And what advice would you give to current or future Birkbeck politics students? It might sound a bit trite but I really would just say whatever you're doing in politics just try to enjoy it because it really does help. I mean, you know, I did a lot of media during this campaign. Um, you know, Lewis Goodall on Newsnight, the kind of infamous Michael Crick by-election interview. And I just found that as long as you're smiling, as long as you're enjoying it, which I generally was, then, you know, it just makes it so much easier. You'll often find that the person interviewing you is smiling back at you. It's much harder for them to give you a tough time. If you're knocking on doors and you're enjoying it and you're feeling comfortable and confident, then you'll always get, you know, far better reception. So. You know, all I'd say is don't take politics too seriously. It's there to be enjoyed. And I think that the most effective way of doing it is just to have fun along the way. Well, thanks for your time. We followed your electoral run with great interest as a department and we're looking forward to the next one. If you'd like to learn more about research on politics at Birkbeck, about Birkbeck Centre for British Political Life and about the range of undergraduate, postgraduate and doctoral programmes we offer, please visit our website at www dot bbk dot ac dot uk slash politics.